0: a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
2: Hour number two, Carver High, in for Scotty right here on Sports Grid Radio. Of course, Sirius XM, channel 159, the mightier 1090 in Southern California. Good to have you with us here tonight. Uh, Later this hour, Joe Lisi, who I do college football full circle with every afternoon. Uh, He'll join me as he joins Scotty every week uh, here on either Thursday or Friday nights to go through the college football card. We will do that. Uh, we'll finish up going through the Week 9 NFL games. We will continue to listen to me uh, complain about the Stanford Cardinal, and it's my own fault. You know, I you, you got to know these things. Like, I know that Stanford, I, I can't stand them. I, getting in bed with them here on a late-night Pac-12 after-dark game. Spe- I mean, we need a little late-night Pac-12 after-dark action. It's only the first quarter, and I already need a thunderbolt here. We need some kind of a lightning strike for the card To try to make things happen. Fourteen nothing halfway through the first quarter. Very very tough scene, but Stanford's getting the ball here now. Maybe they won't go three and out this time. Uh, Earlier the college football game, the worst college football game that I've watched all year. Boston College beat Virginia Tech seventeen to three. Nice effort by Justin Fuente and the Hokies, as uh, they should do the whole. uh, Here's your here's the stuff in your office, Justin. You don't have to come back tomorrow. We'll see you later. You're out. Uh, Plenty of guys have been fired already this year in college football. Justin Fuente, he's probably going to get added to the list. Uh, If not tomorrow, which he won't tomorrow. At least by the end of the season. He will be on that list as well. Uh, NBA right now, live. The East Coast teams were getting whacked by the West Coast teams so far. And that... Has not changed in Sacramento, at least. The Kings are up 21 on the Hornets. I mean, they're not even at halftime yet. 68 to 47. Smoking them. The Pacers, on the other hand, have at least creeped back into it with Portland. 59 53 there. The Blazers are now up six. Pelicans down five. Golden State against the Warriors. 52. Make that two now. 52 to 50. Minus seven and a half live. For Golden State, the Blazers are minus six and a half live. No line right now. Uh, And, geez, this kid just, I mean, another three and out for Stanford. The kid had absolutely, I mean, did anybody block there? Does Stanford have an offensive line? Do they have one? Did anybody block anybody on that play? certainly doesn't look like it. You, this is probably the absolute worst start you could ever have back in a team. Open and drive touchdown you give up. Quick three and out. Touchdown on the second drive. Another quick three and out. They'll go for the cherry on top now with a, giving up their third touchdown drive of the game. We may have to come back with Utah here to try to get out of this a little bit. We welcome in all of our radio affiliates. Pharrell on the bench. Barber High in for Scotty on a pain-free Friday night right here on Sports Grid Radio. Good to have you with us. Scotty will be back on Monday. We're taking you through all the live action tonight. Joe Lisi in a few minutes. We'll talk some college football with him as well. So I was hoping to see a line for the Hornets. The Hornets are down 18. You know, we, we know how the NBA works. We know the Kings aren't that great. Could be some run for the Hornets. And they've shown absolutely nothing on the West Coast here the last couple nights. The Warriors pulled away from them in the second half. Tonight, the Hornets are giving you nothing in the first half. Uh, Halftime now, Blazers and Pacers, 59-53. And they look like they're just about at halftime between the Warriors and the Pelicans. Four-point game there. In the NHL, now 4-2. The Oilers got a power play goal uh, a few minutes ago. 4-2 now, going to the third period, second intermission. Ducks up 2-0 on the Coyotes, 1-1. The Predators and the Canucks, and no score. Devils and the Kings. Uh, There are just about eh, about three minutes left to go in the first period there as well. Uh, I didn't see this. The the Jets, who beat the Blackhawks tonight, I didn't realize they got a little back-to-back when the Islanders play them tomorrow. The Islanders are in Winnipeg tomorrow night against the Jets, and the Jets played tonight against the Blackhawks. So there you go. That could help the Islanders out a little bit. As they're on their 13-game road trip to start the season, it's actually uh, we got to get it before we get out of here at this hour. Usually, Mafia takes care of all your fighting and MMA and things like that. There's a lot of stuff in the combat sports world going on tomorrow night. You got Canelo and Caleb Plant in Vegas. You've got UFC at uh, at the Garden here at MSG in New York. Uh, Usman and Covington, who I watched a little bit, because you, you can't avoid it. I didn't seek it out, but on your Twitter timeline, everybody was posting this uh, press conference with Usman and, and Covington today. They don't like each other very much. <laughs> they don't like each other very much. This is Gath-G and Chandler. I know a lot of that's to sell the fight, but geez, uh, they were going deep. Pharrell on the bench. Carver High here for Scotty. We will take another break. We'll come back, do a little bit more Week 9 in the NFL. Sports Grid Radio, for on the bench. We keep rolling on the grid right after this.
0: a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts.
3: With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards the wells fargo active cash credit card that's real life ready terms apply learn more at Wellsfargo.com slash active cash
1: reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no that's a good thing uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem uh, reese's you did it you stumped this charming devil And we
2: are back. Frill on the bench. Carver eye in it for Scotty right here on Sports Grid Radio. As we are taking you here through a pain-free Friday night. Scotty back on Monday for you. Uh, Utah is going to go for the cherry on top right here. They are going to go for the uh, touchdown, easy touchdown drive, quick three and out. Easy touchdown drive, quick three and out. With the cherry on top, a third easy touchdown drive. They're working on it. They're already at the 30. This could be ugly, man.
1: Ugly.
2: Wow. Jeez. It is amazing as your boy Cameron rising, taking care of business for the Utah Utes. Uh, a couple. Let's get rid, done with the NFL because we've got Lisey coming up uh, in the next segment. Get through the rest of these games. We went through most of the schedule here already for Sunday, uh, the early games. Let's do the late games. The Chargers are in Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. Four o five p.m. Eastern. Chargers minus one and a half. Why? (laughs) Why? Oh, we got a fumble! We got a fumble! We got a fumble! Stanford ball! Stanford ball! This is what turns the game around. Stanford ball! Let's go! How about that? You see, Utah, who just snapped over his head, and then he kicked it, rising with the snap, the boot, and thankfully Stanford's able to fall on it and get the football. Now the only problem is they actually have to move the ball offensively. <laughs> they actually have to move the football on offense. But maybe that'll give him a little spark here. So a turnover, Whittenham not happy, shaking the head. Calm down, Kyle. You're up 14 nothing. Okay, relax. Hopefully you let Stanford back in the game here. Jeez. All right, let's go through the rest of these games. I was saying, why are the Chargers favorite? Oh, you got to be kidding me. I thought Stanford just put the ball on the deck right after him. Jeez. Chargers minus one and a half. Why? What is the deal there? It was three earlier in the week, then two and a half, now one and a half, and all of that while 74% ticket, 63% of the money's on the Chargers. What's the problem here? We never like to see this, of course, uh, when we're charting lines and looking at lines throughout the week, looking at games to play. We know the Chargers are better than the Eagles. Do they think that the Chargers are back to being Charger after they're losing a couple games here? The Eagles are awful. Don't take what they did to the Lions last week. They are awful. Even at home, it doesn't matter. Are we going with the old, well, the Chargers are coming to the East Coast. They've already won there this year on the East Coast. I was all in on L.A. This line scares me. Scares the hell out of me. Chargers are the much better team. But that's tough one and a half. It just makes you think. Why the hell are they only one and a half? Should be three or more. Like it was at the beginning of the week. The Packers are in Kansas City against the Chiefs. Of course, no Aaron Rodgers. As everybody knows by now. Jordan Love. Will start for Green Bay against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. 425 p.m. Eastern on Sunday. Total at 48 now. It was in the low 50s. Rogers News got it down to 47. It's now ticked back up to 48. Same thing with the with the spread. It was in the 1.5 to pick 'em range. Got jacked up to Kansas City minus 8. Even Kansas City minus 8.5 in some places. Immediately... Got bet down to seven and a half, and now here on a Friday down to seven. Over a touchdown, I I like the Packers, so we're gonna we're gonna scope this thing out over the weekend, see if we can get it back to north of plus seven, and if we do, we'll lock in the Packers. Still believe even without Ra- Aaron Rodgers, and I know he's the straw that stirs the drink. He does it all. He is their squad, their heart and soul. That's still a 7 and 1 football team, and they've got good players on both sides of the ball. They got a strong running game. Chief defense stinks. Jordan Love's never played, started an actual game. He's only going to play in the preseason. He's going to get a chance to show his stuff off. He's getting Devontae Adams back. They might not win, but I think the, the Packers will push the Chiefs on Sunday. They'll push him. And I think that that over is good too 48. If you grab that at 47, that's a nice job by you. Arizona into San Francisco to take on the 49ers. Um, of course, we do not know what the status is going to be of Kyler Murray, of DeAndre Hopkins. Murray, the last time we saw the Cardinals on the Thursday night game against the Packers, hobbling off the field after the interception to end the game. Hopkins did not play much in that game. He played, but came out after that long play. Got back in there later on. Dr. Chow said today he did not think that Hopkins should play on Sunday. He did think that Murray might be able to get out there. Cards plus 2. 49ers 2 point favorite over the 7 and 1 Arizona Cardinals. Also makes you think this line's currently all about they don't think Murray's going to play. I'm not the biggest 49er fan as you guys know. Um look. Uh, be thankful they they played the Bears last week. That's pretty much what I'll say. They are going to get George Kittle back. I like the under in this game. 45 and a half. Especially if Murray doesn't play. Because if Murray doesn't play, have they already factored in that line? Let me see what that line opened at. Have they already factored it down with Murray out? Uh, 47 down to 45. So yeah, they have. I still like the under. Still like the under 45 and a half think that's a good spot there the Sunday night game Titans into Los Angeles to take on the Rams now even before the Derrick Henry stuff I thought this was going to be a tough spot for the Titans they're coming off three wins in a row three very emotional wins I mean look they beat the two best teams in the AFC per, you know perception wise the Bills and the Chiefs both at home they go to Indianapolis, win a big division game, and bury the Colts in the AFC South. As in, they're going to win the AFC South, the Titans, now. Because the other two teams are absolute garbage. And the Colts, who was their only competition, they've already beat them twice. And now they're going to go play this game on the road, out of conference, They just coming off three huge wins, two of which they were dogs. Actually, all sorry, all three they were dogs. Dogs in all three games. They were dogs at home against the Bills and the Chiefs. And they were dogs against the Colts in Indy on Sunday. And now they're getting seven in L.A. on the Sunday night. I think this is a good spot for the Rams. Got, of course, Von Miller this week, who I think is kind of washed. But some good points have been made to me this week. Yeah, maybe he still was getting the double and triple teams because he's Von Miller in Denver. And he's probably... A little too past the you know, his where he was a few years back to be able to fight through those. But now he's going to a spot where the double and triple teams are on Aaron Donald. You also have Leonard Floyd out there. Might be a little bit more space for Von Miller to operate in the Ram defense. Man, the Rams love collecting the shiny new toys, right? Over the last few years. Jalen Ramsey, Matthew Stafford, Von Miller. You better win this year. Because you can walk around all you want. Cap space doesn't matter. Draft picks, cap space. Wow, who cares? Who cares? You lose in the uh NFC divisional round, people are gonna care. You lose the NFC title game, you know, on the road somewhere like uh, you know, Tampa Bay, people are gonna care. So you gotta get it done. That's what it's all about. I like the Rams minus the seven. I think it'll actually probably get a little higher on Sunday night. That's a big total, too, with Henry out of the game. But Rams will score. Titan defense not that great. Maybe you'll get some garbage time points from the Titans afterwards in the fourth quarter. All right, Pharrell on the bench. Carver High in for Scotty. A third down for Stanford. Can they actually convert a third down? Of course they can't. He throws the ball at the guy's feet. This guy stinks, too. All right, Pharrell on the bench. Carver High in for Scotty. Sports Grid Radio will come back. Joe Lisi, go for the two. Go through the college I'll slate neck on the grid.
0: Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen posed that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories. Stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts.
3: With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com Active Cash.
1: Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
2: And we are back for on the bench, right here on Sports Grid Radio. Barber High in for Scotty. He'll be back on Monday from vacation right here on The Grid. Joining us right now, he joins Scotty every either Thursday or Friday night to go through the entire college football slate. And he actually joins me every single day on College Football Full Circle, 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern on Sports Grid Radio. And that is the one, the only, go for the two, Joe Lisi. Joe, my man, how are you?
4: I'm doing well. Only have to be up in uh, what is it uh, six hours, Carver? But I'm watching the Stanford Utah. Yeah, uh, you game. know
2: you eat a little. You get you wake up. You know you get a little protein shake in you, Joe. you uh, will be you'll good. will be, I'll be you'll, good. You'll be riding high. Let me just uh, before yeah. we get to this weekend, I'm yeah. I'm in a bad mood as you as you I probably know. I figured that. I'm in a bad mood uh, when it comes to college football. Let me tell you what I had to sit through here already tonight. Let me break down my night for you. First of all. The Boston College-Virginia Tech game was one of—and we watch a lot of college football, Joe, me and you. We watch a ton of college football. That was without question the worst football game I've watched all year. That's how bad, ugly, and disgusting. Now, when Burmeister goes down in the first half, I don't know who that kid was that uh, Justin Fuentes (laughs) brought in. But let me ask you a question, Joe. There's what? There's like 60-something Power 5 schools, right? They're right. in somewhere in that area, low, low 60s, whatever the count is. You would think that all of these Power 5 schools would recruit in such a manner that even their backups would at least be somewhat decent. Like, all these kids played high school football. How do you bring a kid in who looks like he's never thrown a football in his life? Like, that's what they know. did tonight in that Virginia Tech game. That kid... I don't even—I don't even remember his name because that's how awful he was. I don't even want to know it. He couldn't hit a receiver to save his life, Joe. How do you have not have a, a capable backup on the bench or a Power Five school like Virginia Tech, and they bring this hack in off the like? Do they recruit there? Does anybody recruit anymore? Kadem, Kadem—that was uh, his yeah. name. Knox
4: Kadem. Knox Can Kadem. I just say, yeah. you know why? Do you know why, Carver? Why is that, Joe? Because my boy. That you always yeah. say Hendon yeah. Hooker
2: Hendon Hooker
4: is on Tennessee. That's why.
2: That's uh, he was why. at Tennessee Knox? Knox was at Tennessee?
4: No, Hendon Hooker was at Va Tech before oh, he was yes. at Tennessee. Yeah. So, you know, you have Burmeister. Meister, you had you have Knox Kadem, this kid that yeah. was absolutely well, you know what? if I, if, was if I whoever
2: the whoever the next coach at Virginia Tech is gonna be, because you know it ain't gonna be Justin Fuentes, he's gonna be out. Whoever the next coach is gonna be. They better push your boy into the transfer portal. Just get him out of here. My and he guy, go, he's not my he should,
4: guy, I told you we should have been on Boston College. Little, here's the thing. Wasn't you were it on the BC, red I know. Yes, Wasn't and, it and, the and, red and yes. And, 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 and I needed
2: that. I needed that information twelve hours ago, Joe. I needed not not after I bet the game sp- and I turn on the TV but not and only I mean, blew it with the text. I mean, can blew it. Let us know about the red bandana <laughs> game. Could somebody give me a little insight <laughs> to that? But not only that. We were negative. We were
4: selling Virginia Tech under their seven and a half win total. Remember when they were three and one and everybody was giving them the ACC title because they beat Sam wow. Howell and yeah. North Carolina week one? Braxton Burmeister.
2: I'll tell you what else bothered me. Too. How about this guy, Jerkovic, uh, who's supposed to be out for the entire <laughs> year? He basically does like a Willis Reed comes out of the tunnel tonight and starts throwing passes in the pregame warm-ups. Oh, yeah, I'm good to go. I'm going to play. Where did he come from? Where Where did he
4: come from, Joe? Well, it, listen, it didn't matter if it was him or Grossel. At the end of the day, I mean, sure he was didn't. bad, too. Did you see how oh, bad he was? He, he was looked awful. like he... He looked like he was, His last game was 1970. W- w- it was all ugly, and so I have
2: to. So I had to sit through that embarrassment uh, tonight. And then that game ends, and I figure, all right, we got the clean slate. Did you see the movement in this Utah Stanford game? I mean, yes. Yesterday, me and you talked about the game. It was seven and a half. On today's show, it was eight and a half. It was eleven and a half. About an hour before kickoff. Got back down to ten and a half. Crazy movement in this game. I'm going, oh, at least I got the best of the number. I got 11 here with Stanford now. I'm good to go. Hey, Here's a good start. Easy touchdown drive, three and out. Easy touchdown drive, three and out. They almost went for the hat trick, but your boy fumbled out there. Uh, and Stanford recovers. You think you're going to get a little juice. Nope. Three and out. Boom! Right down the field. I think it was even a punt return. I couldn't. Even, my head was spinning so much. I couldn't even see what was going on. And it's twenty-one nothing Utah, with twelve minutes left to go in the first half. Another disgraceful per- performance from David Shaw's uh, crew here. Well,
4: that's it's that's why though. the that's why there was line movement because Tanner McKee was a late scratch, against against. So Jack West is in. So, but again, it does it does that. You see now. Yes, Tanner McKee was the starter, but he's not lighting the world on fire. Jack West was fighting for this job in the preseason. I mean, at the end of the day, that's not why, you know, that's why the line moved. But the reason why Stanford's losing this game is they lost their identity. They can't run the football. They can't stay in manageable third downs. It started a couple weeks ago. It followed through with Washington last week. Washington held them to 61 yards on the ground, <clears throat> which is untypical of a, yeah. of a Stanford offense. And, and that's where they're at right now. They're slow, and Utah's playing well. And they're, they're looking to set up this Utah-Oregon game. Oh, we got a fight going on here.
2: Do we? I'm a little yeah. behind you. Maybe I'll get a to little. see it in a moment. Uh, on the punt return? On yeah, on the, yeah, on the punt return. What the heck <clears> was that?
4: I don't know. Does that light a fire? But, you know, at the end of the day, you still can't. I couldn't lay 11 and a half. I mean, if you would have told
2: me. You didn't lay of, it with yeah. Utah? You didn't I lay the 11
4: and a half? No, not, that, not before game time. No.
2: Uh, Why? I was wondering. I mean, I don't know if you. I didn't know you got in yesterday at 7 and a half. I didn't know you got in early. I'm I like
4: them a, a light. No, no, no. But, I mean, the fact that it moves so much, right? I mean. Right it's still a Pac-12 game it, listen utah has shown uh, they did this against oregon state they jumped up 21-7 and didn't win and didn't cover so you can't say that you're out of the woods catching 11 and a half it's just this game just, this you game turned the
2: football over this game's over this game is completely over they're not covering 11 and a half. They're not covering 25 and a half, this game. They are going to get. Why, you think they're going to get blown out 28? Blown out. They're going to lose by 30, Joe. This, have, you, have you been watching this game? Yes. Do you, did you think that Stanford will score tonight? Do you think Stanford will score sure. tonight?
4: Yeah, I think they'll score. What's no. the yeah, when it's 56
2: nothing. maybe they'll no, chip one in at the end. No, stop. Let's they are going to get eight. completely ran out of their own building. There's not even anybody there. How about the fans in Palo Alto, Joe? They don't even care about the team anymore. They don't care about football. They care care about about crab cakes and and good bottles of wine out there. They don't care about anything
4: else. They care about algorithms. That's all they care about
1: This is a disgraceful performance. Let me see. I will never back
2: this team again. Ever. No? They have screwed me all year long. They have screwed me all year long. They got that phantom win against Oregon. That screwed me that day. The phantom win. you believe that this Pete team beat Oregon? Can you believe that this team beat Oregon, Joe? I know. They're down twenty-one, nothing, in a blink of an eye. I'm disgusted. They're catching twenty-eight and a half on FanDuel right now. Oh, you're not going to do that, Joe. Don't do that to yourself. Don't. <laughs> you're you're in a nice cushy spot. Half. In that, come on. You th- they're going to they. I will take Utah minus the twenty. I'll la- I'll ask you this right now. You ready? Yes. You ready?
4: Yeah. 28-and-a-half with Stanford or 21-and-a-half
2: with Duke, which I already took? 28-and-a-half with Um, (laughs) Stanford. No, I'd rather rather lay the 28-and-a-half with Utah. (laughs) No, you can't do that. You can't lay it. You have to pick one. And if that's my choice, then I'll take the 21-and-a-half with Duke. All right, I took it. So let's see what There you happens. go. All right. Uh, let's start to fly through these, and then we'll start, and after the break we'll finish them off. Uh, service Academy game to get us going, 1130 a.m. Eastern time kickoff. Air Force and Army, as I told you on the show today, I like Army plus the two and a half. I think they went out right.
4: Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, anytime you have a rivalry game, short number, even though Air Force is the better team on paper, I like Army on the road here. Uh, it's a, it's a Service Academy. They're going to be in this ball game. Better passing attack with Air Force. Better defense with Army, I think. I think Army could be uh, could be live in this ballgame. I like them plus the two and a half as well.
2: You've already pretty much let the cat out of the bag. Pitt is visiting Duke tomorrow after the awful loss at home to Miami. They are laying 21 and a half to the Blue Devils. I'm taking it. I'm closing my
4: eyes. I'm taking it. Buy, buy, buy. I'm buying the Duke Blue Devils early. That's my one dog that I'm I couldn't find a dog that I really liked, okay? And I said, listen, we know about Kenny Pickett. We know about Pittsburgh. We know about Narduzzi. This is a perfect spot with Wake dominating Duke last week where they beat them 42-7, to that they're going to win this game, like, by seven. I really believe that. I think Duke steps up. They're converting around 46% of the third-down opportunities. This is a game I think they just walked through the motions. You think Pittsburgh's going to be hyped up to go on the road to Durham?
2: No. <laughs>
4: no, right? I don't. I they don't they have Van Dyke up. in their sights and the U and now you got to go to Durham where there's going to be about 10 people in the stands. They
2: did an awful job last week against Miami. I mean just an awful job. Uh, They did. Uh, 20 seconds here, and then we'll get into the bigger games when we come back. The Hugh Freeze ball, Joe. Fast. Ten seconds. Does Ole Miss cover the eight and a half? Yes, and the over comes in. Wow, the over comes in. All right. uh, Pharrell on the bench. Carver high. In for Scotty. right here on Sports Grid Radio. We will come back. More of the college football slate with go for the two. Joe Lisi on the grid after this.
1: Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you
5: did it. You stumped this charming devil. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on.
2: And we are back Frill on the bench on a pain-free Friday night. Carver high in for Scotty. He'll be back on Monday right here on uh, Sports Grid Radio. Utah now inside the 10 as uh, they're about to lay another one on Stanford here. I mean, this is a disgraceful performance, Joe. This is an absolute. They've got 240 yards rushing with six minutes left in the first half. This is terrible. You said
4: pain-free <laughs> Friday night. Is yes. that how was that? Is that be, oh he was untouched into the end zone. Look at this, yeah. untouched. Look at the. Are you kidding me? <laughs> are you kidding me? Unbelievable, Joe. They're like a sieve. Joe, this is embarrassing. This David Shaw is gone. I think, isn't he? I mean, he's oh, lo- he's worn God. out. as welcome. Gone. In Palo Alto. I mean, we, we can't fire Look these guys. This. He doesn't fast even get enough. touched.
2: That's that's ugly, Joe.
4: Look at this—a hat on a hat. Don't you love when they when they set up off tackle? So you get a hat on a hat, as they
2: say. That's it. Uh, I can't even talk about this game anymore, Joe. I'm disgusted. I'm I told you Utah. Disgusted. I did tell you on. You college told me football Utah. Folks, I you know you had in. Utah because they haven't been good on the road this year. But Stanford sucks. They beat Oregon. They beat USC. They've had moments this they year. Jekyll and week. Hyde. Jekyll and Hyde.
4: Think that they're not. Going bo- this they're guy
2: Rising. Since- He's done nothing all night. All Rising's done is hand the ball off all night. He's sitting there with his arms in the Damn air. Sam Rising. All right, let's let's all go, right, Joe. Let's we got to go. roll let's through go. these. Come uh, on, fast. You holding holding I know.
4: The, the listeners up. Come on.
2: Wake Forest at North Carolina. Not an ACC conference game, as we found out earlier in the week. Uh, more minus two and a half for Sam Howell, and the big seventy-seven and a half total. Yes,
4: I gave credit to you. I have a problem with North Carolina's offensive line. Thirty-one sacks allowed. I was on North Carolina last week. Wake Forest playing with house money. They could lose this, still get to the ACC championship. But I think they're prepared. They play Clemson, I believe, next week. I Two think weeks. they win this ball game. Two weeks. Yeah. I, I think that. I think they're. I think they're undefeated until they till they play the Clemson Tigers. Yeah, they play uh, NC
2: State. I, uh, at home next week. Which they can lose they, that, too. That's yeah. a gutty team. Yeah.
4: That's a gutty team. You know, they've had some crazy games over the last couple of years, especially when Jamie Newman was there for Wake Forest. You remember he pulled that game yes. out in Raleigh a couple of years ago? I do. So... so I just like what they have. They're more complete offensively with Hartman, Christian Beal, Smith, Roberson averaging over 40 yards, uh, 40 points per game. Sam Howell too inconsistent. Offensive line has issues, and they can't stop the run either. So give me give me Wake Forest with the small
2: small number on the road. Small number Wake Forest on the road. Big number for Ohio State on the road in Lincoln against Nebraska. 14 and a half. I am laying it, Joe. I think they ring him up.
4: Yeah, they've won six straight, Carver, by 32.7 points per game against the Cornhuskers. They won this game 52-17 to in Columbus last year. We're supposed to believe that Scott Frost has the answer for this game. They're 3-6 and six overall. They need to win the next three games just to be bowl eligible. I think that's why you're seeing the short number, uh, coupled with the fact that Penn State sort of pushed Penn, uh, Ohio State to the limit last week. But we know Penn State's a top 15 team. You know, yeah. uh, Nebraska is not. And Adrian Martinez, how many? Here's the bigger question How many turnovers does Adrian Martinez have? Is there a total on FanDuel? Could we yeah. get in on that? Four and a half? I'm taking yeah. the over, right? Because if
2: it's anything less than four and a half, it's a give me. He's just not very good, Joe. That's what it comes down to. Just not very good. Uh, Cincinnati, of course, number six in the college football playoff ranking poll this week. They thought that they would be higher. So sad for them. And why aren't they, Joe? Because they have not been covering the last few weeks. They get another opportunity tomorrow, 23-and-a-half, with Tulsa coming to Cincinnati. I think this is the week, Joe, they finally do cover it.
4: It's possible. I'm not playing this game, but I do lean to Cincinnati because College Game Day is there. It's an opportunity to show out. And Tulsa's pathetic. They lost as a 13-point favorite to Navy two weeks ago. So at the end of the day, you know, I think the physicality of Cincinnati is the difference. Watch Jerome Ford. He probably has five
2: runs tomorrow. Touchdowns. He's not even touched. guaranteed. Not even touched. Uh, TCU, after getting rid of Gary Patterson earlier this week, is hosting Baylor, who's been very good this year. Minus seven and a half now for the Bears, the road favorite.
4: Yeah, I I know the movement in the line. Uh, well, first, Gary Patterson gets fired. Max Duggan, their quarterback's a little banged up. The line movement suggests that the backup will start this ball game. He came in last week. Here's Here's what I know. Jerry Kill... takes over the duties. He was the former Minnesota coach. They're switching up the defensive game plan. TCU's covered, or won, excuse me, five of the last six against the Bears. Won 33-23 last year. I'm going to roll the dice. A potential look-ahead with Oklahoma next week for Baylor. I think they could win, but they don't cover this matchup. Give me TCU.
2: Stanford almost got a first down, believe it or not, Joe, on an end-around. I mean, that was the— that was the most. That was the positive play that they've had the entire game. Right there uh, was that eight yard end around that they just picked up. Uh, Penn State and Maryland, little revenge spot here. The Nittany Lions minus nine and a half on the road going to College Park. Yeah, they jumped
4: up. Maryland did it to a thirty-five nothing lead and held on thirty-five seventeen. Penn State in the series though, right? Forty-three and one all time against the Terps. So, they need this game to be bowl eligible. Maryland does. They got a three-point win over Indiana. I think they, they're more healthy heading into this ballgame. Something tells me that they're going to be in this matchup. I don't know if Penn State loses like they did to Illinois, but I wouldn't be shocked if it's a three- to seven-point game. I'm going to take the nine-and-a-half with the Terps looking to become bowl eligible.
2: Navy visits the Irish in South Bend. 20 and a half is the number. I told you all week, uh, my favorite play of the week, the over 47 and a half, 9 in the last ten games. Over this total, average total points, 66 between these two. I've been bucking Notre
4: Dame over the last couple of weeks. right? I was on USC, then yes. Notre Dame, North Carolina. I have a feeling that I'm going to go for the trifecta. Give me Navy plus the mm-hmm. 20 and a half. Notre Dame wins, but somehow they keep it within the number.
2: As long as they get over 47.5 points, Joe, you can cover Navy all you want. Go ahead. Have a good time. Uh, just please get over that 47.5 from me, okay, buddy? That's all that matters to me. Uh, Michigan State in the college football playoffs, top four. They are number three after beating Michigan last week, and now they go on the road to West Lafayette to take on the Boilermakers. This opened, it was a 3.5. Now it's down to 2.5, Joe. Uh, will prosperity be good for Sparty as they go on the road this week?
4: No, they've won eight straight in the series. We talked about it earlier. This reminds me of 2016 with Trevor Knight and A and M, six and one or seven and one. They made it the top four in the playoff, got blown out the following week as an 11 and a half point favorite against Nicky Fitz and Miss State. The weakness of Miss State is their their uh, secondary, giving up 300. Aiden O'Connell, Purdue averaging 307. Upset City, baby. Dick Vital in the house, Purdue. Wow.
2: Outright. Upset
4: City. Baby. Awesome.
2: Upset City for Joe Lisi and the Boilermakers. Wow. Oh, they're they're going to do it again after winning at Iowa against the top five team a couple weeks ago. They're going to get their second win against the top five team. How about that? Uh, Auburn and Texas A&M, interesting game, Joe, in the SEC for this reason. The winner of this ball game is still going to have life to win the SEC West and right. play in the title game if Auburn can beat Alabama in the Iron Bowl later this month.
4: Yeah, and this is a tough ball game. Either way, you can make an argument. I just like the fact, and I'll say this, Bo Nix has played in Kyle Field before, went on the road as a freshman, four-and-a-half-point dog. Won the ball game outright, 28-20, a couple years ago. They pounded the rock. Auburn did for 208 on the ground against Ole Miss. Their front seven's only given up 128 on the ground. That goes right into Isaiah Spiller and Texas A&M's offense. Your guy Calzada was playing lights out, and then they have a bye. I think that hurts them. Actually, they had that train rolling. They knock off. Right? Think about it. They knock off Alabama. They knock off Missouri. They knock off somebody. And then you get a bye. And now you disrupt the quarterback to wide receiver relationship. You disrupt all the chemistry that you built up over the last three games. Now what's the guarantee they're going to come out smoking? I'd rather take the team that came out of the bye last week in Auburn, came out strong. Now they have a game under their belt again. They're rested. I like Auburn on the road here.
2: I like Auburn on the well, on the road as well, Joe. I think they can win the game outright. Definitely taking the 4.5. I think the plus 172 uh, is also in play here uh, for the Tigers. They've played well the last few weeks. Uh, their game translates here coming up on Saturday night. I want to go to the other game. We talked about Michigan State being in the top four. Oregon also in the top four now. They play a rivalry game in Washington against the Huskies and Jimmy Lake. Uh, six and a half yesterday, Joe, seven and a half this morning, tonight, back to six and a half. How about Oof. that? Wow.
4: Well, uh, this game, the total last two games decided by seven points Yeah. now. So think about that. So three and a half points per game. It's a, it's a bloodbath in terms of how these two play each other. It's a bitter rivalry. I want to pull the trigger on Washington so bad, but. I'm going to do it. I like Washington. I just want to root for them in this game. If they fall behind, I'm telling you this right now, people that are listening, it's lights out. Because Dylan Morris will not go toe-to-toe. Offense is embarrassing. Their offense is embarrassing. So they need to jump up early and somehow get pressure on Anthony Brown. I think they can do it. They played well last week against Stanford, but then watching Utah dominate them, how good was Washington?
2: No, Washington's offense is just putrid. Uh, I mean, it's like some of the ones I was watching tonight. If they get down two scores to Oregon, they're going to be in a lot of trouble. They need their defense to step up. LSU, Eddie O, his last crack against Alabama before he heads out into the sunset. 29 and a half. Jeez, they smoked them last year. I like this total, Joe, 66 and a half to the over. I
4: love LSU in the shot. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) Rofery. Love, baby. Give me some Tiger. Go Tiger. Hey, listen, oh, wow. it's I, I, this is Penn State, Ohio State. This is Alabama-Auburn. This is rivalry. Coach O's last LSU-Alabama game. They might not win, but you're going to give me four touchdowns and a point and a half on top of that? They're going to find a way to cover this number.
2: Texas, who has blown double-digit leads in three straight games, visits Ames against Iowa State, who lost in Morgantown last week. I mean, you got to be kidding me! No, this guy's going to uh, bust off a ninety-yarder. Are you Is this me? happening here?
4: <laughs> is this really happening? Yes. Is this kidding? Are you kidding me? Touchdown! I mean, they've got I... four hundred yards rushing in the first half. This is ridiculous. TJ Pledger, are you kidding me?
2: Look at it. He was shot oh out of the cannon. God. I cannot believe what is happening here. Uh, we, we're almost out of time, Joe. Six and a half, Texas. Uh, I'm like holding my nose. I'm going like through I- it again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with them again. Four weeks in a row. I can't believe I'm betting Texas. Uh, Love Joe, Iowa
4: State. great Love job. Iowa
2: State. Uh, have fun tomorrow morning. College football today with Wetzel, 9 a.m. Eastern on Sports Grid. Uh, You will go through all the action for the day. I'll see you Monday on College Football Full Circle. Great job, buddy. Anytime, brother. Love the show. There he is, Joe Lisi, go for the two. Pharrell on the bench, Carver High, in for Scotty. We come back, we wrap this puppy up on the grid right after this.
0: a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh,
5: Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
2: And we are back. Pharrell on the bench. Parver high in for Scotty right here on Sports Grid Radio. Thirty-five, nothing. Utah lead Stanford. Uh, Wittenham's calling timeouts here with a buck twenty-nine left to get the ball back. I mean, geez, if you honestly, they can't make the number big enough right now. You want to get live minus you know thirty-nine and a half on Utah? They're not going to stop. They're they're in for blood tonight against Stanford. They've got like 400 yards rushing in the first half. This is absolutely sick. What's going on elsewhere? NBA Kings 114-96 over the Hornets right now, fourth quarter. The Blazers and the Pacers are in a good one, middle of the fourth. 90 to 88. Portland leads Indiana. The Warriors have pulled away from the Pelicans in the second half uh, at the Chase in San Francisco, 88 to 66. They are now dropping the hammer. On the Pels. The Rangers and the Oilers are playing a wild game up in Alberta. Now 5-5. Rangers had a 4-1 lead in this game. Oilers tied it at 4. Rangers retake the lead. Oilers tie it again. Wow. Predators lead the Canucks 3-2 in Vancouver. Ducks have a 3-0 lead over the Desert Dogs at the Duck Pond. Scoreless between the Devils and the Kings at Staples Center. Here, so with third and twelve for Stanford, I mean they cannot do anything all night. They think they have one first down. Meanwhile, Utah is four hundred yards rushing. Thirty-five 0 is your score with a buck twenty-nine left to go in the second in the second half. All right, thanks to everybody for tuning in all week long. While we were filling in for Scotty, he will be back on Monday here on the bench and coast to coast. Christian Burgoyne outstanding job the last three nights. I will see you guys on Monday with Scotty, coast to coast, 4 p.m. Eastern. Have a great weekend, everybody, and cash the tickets. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil
4: Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing
1: our country.
2: Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee.
1: Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing.